Well, don't worry if anything actually goes wrong because I can just edit things out. So, because this, yeah. because nobody even listens to this. This is basically just a chat archive. Oh, <laughs> uh, be positive, Evan. Don't yeah. point out the obvious. We're doing something we like. So, welcome back to Everything About Anything, episode fifty-three. Today we do have a very special guest. Would you like to say hello to everyone? Hello, everyone. Don't worry, not no one's actually listening. <laughs> Be positive, boy. Maybe well, one day can't you make it I don't know. You don't know that. I told him. I told him that, and he said the point of this podcast is not to make us famous. What was the, what was the purpose? We don't again? actually yeah, that's actively right. but, <laughs> yeah, I did tell him that. Podcast, so we don't tell people about it. Well. Yeah. In hey, fact, I we don't. We tell people. <laughs> has a podcast, and she's doing really well. Like, I mean, that's it, her side gig and her hobby, and... Now she's like working with companies uh, that actually run podcasts. So she sold her podcast to X company and she still does it, but it's just sponsored by the company and it's easier because they have people to edit it and they find sponsors for her. You never know. That's interesting, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. Well, that's not where... That's not what we're doing here, unfortunately. This podcast generate gen it generates like zero revenue whatsoever, and it gets like no clicks whatsoever. Oh, I no. I suppose all of the like random three plays of an episode is just like three misclicks. <laughs> misclicks. Aside from those episodes. Where Evan can't actually participate, he might actually sit through the entire episode, but I don't know. So, what's happening? An overview of the news around the world, Israel and United Arab Emirates have reached an historical free trade deal, the first one between Israel and an Arab state. The UAE seeks to establish itself as the international trading hub and has since signed multiple deals with neighboring countries, notably India. Russia stated that using tactical nukes in the ongoing conflict with Ukraine is out of the question, while US President Biden does not want to send rockets to Ukraine. However, it is disclosed that an additional array of weaponry and ammunition valued at around $700 million is now planned to be deployed to Ukraine. Also, the European Union has imposed a partial ban on Russian oil, pledging to cut all maritime imported sources. The halting of pipeline imports, on the other hand, is set to kick in at the end of the year. Russia's largest bank is also kicked out of SWIFT. Russia, meanwhile, continues to use gas supply as its sole weapon, already cutting off exports to many European countries. The French Academy, the ultimate authority of the French language, has axed the existence of certain English-influenced words from French. The institution that dates back to the 17th century is tasked to supervise and moderate the French language, just provided alternatives to phrases like streamer and esports, to guarantee the purity of the language. 
Sticking with France, the well-known painting of Mona Lisa is attacked by a cake thrower disguised in as a handicapped. Fortunately, the protective glass came in as handy, and the person was soon arrested. Also in Paris, Liverpool fans were not delighted with Real Madrid snatching victory after winger Vinicius Junior scores the UEFA Champions League title-winning goal in stoppage time. After the assault on injury after Liverpool lost the Premier League title race to Manchester City just last week, it does make one wonder how life can be any worse being a Liverpool fan for the 2021-22 season. Britain begins at the four-day Platinum Jubilee celebration weekend, as 2022 marks the 70th anniversary of Queen Elizabeth II's reign. The working royal family members greet the public on the famous balcony of Buckingham Palace. Institutions and celebrities around the country are embarking on a series of ceremonial salutes and. In the honor of the beloved queen, a notable instance being naming of the new tube extension line, the Elizabeth Line, and not to mention Prime Minister Boris Johnson's recent remarks on intentions to embrace the imperial system once more. Now that the nation is free of EU regulations, thus no metric indication is required, and as such, policy is of course in the honor of the jubilee. The queen is already the longest reigning female sovereign in history. And she is not far off from beating Louis XIV's record of 72 years on the throne. To join the public's hail, God save the Queen and long live the United Kingdom. Except for whoever betrays the metric system, Canada introduces the most ambitious gun control legislation following the recent mass shooting tragedy in Texas, U.S. Handgun owners are allowed to keep their pistols, but sales of pistol and assault rifles are to be frozen. In the United States, however, more mass shootings occur. This time inside a hospital in Tulsa, Oklahoma, killing at least four. As Congress is seemingly incapable of taking actions, the ever so heated debate revolving around the Second Amendment to the United States Constitution is again becoming a worldwide dinner table topic, especially after the recent tragedy in Elvade, Texas, killing 19 children and two adults. Moving east to Virginia, the Debbie Heard case comes to an end after the jury found that Heard defamed Depp in three separate statements in the Washington Post piece, and that Depp defamed Heard with one statement his attorney made. The jury awarded Depp ten million in compensatory damages and five million dollars in punitive damages. In the south, Hurricane Agatha strikes Mexico, killing at least 11, and more than 20 people are still missing. Over in China, residents of Shanghai pour into train stations and bus terminals, attempting to escape the city after months of infamous COVID lockdowns. The city's authority had begun loosening restrictions, although many re- regulations and checkpoints are still present. Meanwhile, tanks are seen driving into the capital city. Beijing as people sense a potential citywide lockdown, while it has already been announced that no one is advised to enter and exit the capital. Mona Lisa has been attacked again. <laughs> like, it's the most attacked painting. Why does everyone wants to destroy a beautiful painting that, like, supposed to be, or you know, a cake? Apparently, it's creepy. Like. <laughs> You know, like th- that guy, like disguised himself as a handicap, so he was on a wheelchair. That's why he gets to be up close, 
and out of nowhere, it's just like, okay, I have a cake and a smash. I Maybe love that guy just thinks his cake. Imagine Maybe that guy just thinks that Mona Lisa is hungry and wants. We actually to got a split though. Cake. I mean, think about it. He has so many choices to permanently Wait, damage this painting. He picked cake. A cake. It could and have been glass. Cake. He chose cake. It could have been gasoline. <laughs> it could have been so many things. He chose cake. <laughs> like. Well, he probably just doesn't want to be that destructive, so he, he, he shows like a more in front subtle way to destroy it. Might as well choose something that can actually pierce through glass, mm. like dart or something. I don't know. Um, there was a chance that he didn't know there was a glass. Well, then I have some serious concern for the person's intelligence quotient. Well, he chose to go in. Disguised as a guy in a wheelchair, and of like he, he's a dude, right? So he was dressed as an old grandma on a wheelchair, and he decided <laughs> to throw a cake. I don't think this person's big, big intelligent. <laughs> he's not. So while well, we're guy. having like a three-day Ta holiday, tosses cake at the painting. But I love how a four-day holiday. It's actually very interesting. I actually like the idea of just having a random event that, you know, in honor of the queen, and then you get to take four days off. Banks and markets, they're all off. Everyone's just like, God save the queen and whatnot. It's actually has been that's very queen. cool. He has been queen for so long. 70, over 70 years now. <laughs> God has She just can't die. For two more years, she'll become the longest reigning queen ever in right. history. Cool. I look forward to it. Yeah, actually, I would actually like to see that record being broken. Her son's just so waiting for but her. Imagine, Charles, your job as ridiculous. You know, the heir apparent. For your entire <laughs> life, you've been waiting for your mother to die. And then now you're 70 years old, and then you're just still sitting there wondering, when will I become king? <laughs> like, that's so sad. Sometimes things skip generations. And then your wife dies like in she, a car she, crash. Like, <laughs> she even wow. contracted COVID. That one knows. Oh, yeah, lots. that one also. She survived a lot of stuff, like even COVID. Yeah. She's immortal. <laughs> just, just can't guess, go. Uh, to a queen. That's just bad luck. What if the queen outlives her son? Oh, <laughs> that would be something. <laughs> I but mean, what if, what? What if the heir apparent dies before the reigning monarch? Then it goes Oof. to the next in line. They have a, a like a bloodline thing. It goes to the next in line. Line I mean, of succession. I actually studied that thing. It's actually very interesting. It like they have like hundreds of backups. Yeah. It makes it kind of irrelevant, but I guess it's cool to say that if you're 102 people, if 102 people dies before me, I get to be <laughs> the king oh, of England. Oh, this is a frozen kind of setting, you know, like Hans, he's like 20, 20th in line, this kind of thing, except it's a hundred. And so he's just like waiting his turn, plotting. It's a Disney movie possibility. Disney movie. Well, it happens all the time, like in the Middle Ages, supposedly. But 
it's probably not gonna happen today. <laughs> oh, it's a family's born title, so yeah. So Shanghai is loosening their restrictions, and like my dad has some like coworkers stuck there、oh. for like the past few months, and they were like, "Get the hell out of there now!" I thought they're they're loosening restrictions, but then they're tightening it back up because it's just our hand. But that's from me like glancing at the news. I don't really look at my phone during the day anymore. My baby's awake, so. We don't use our phones in front of her.、We、When you see、it. tanks driving into the city, what's gonna be for? Of course, gonna be for a lockdown. <laughs> Sometimes I do admire the CCP's creativity. How do we? How how do you impose a lockdown? Step one: send tanks. Like <laughs> I don't. Tomorrow、know. will not exist in CCP. Ah、uh, yes, and there is that. I don't know why, but they've picked this precise moment to say that's send tanks. That makes sense. It's the uh. Oh, <laughs> I just realized the date actually. Okay, now that's kind of that's kind of uncanny. <laughs> Sending tanks like right before the day. Yikes! When that happened. <laughs> Yikes. Well, okay. <laughs> Doesn't seem like a coincidence to me. <laughs> well, it is a busy week, I suppose. I mean, there's a lot of happening. I I just picked out the most significant stories, I suppose. So yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was a、uh, it's fun. Well, I suppose Evan is not actually listening. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Yeah, Evan. Evan. Well, he got the Mona Lisa paint,、like uh, cake attack、so、part. I know. Sure, that not. Cake. I can tell. Cake. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. Anyone wants to introduce the audience to our topic for the day? You. I already. I already did the intro. I don't yeah, even、you. know how to do introductions. Like seriously. Well. You talk in a way that it's some everything seems so grand, but in reality it isn't. It's like what politicians do all the、Ooh. time. True. Like, you have to speak in a tone that everything's so magnificent, but it's not. It's not actually that great anyway. So today our topic is about our. Top three list, or it might not be top three, just whatever we want to talk about, about like movies, books, games, musics, etc. And etc. means I cannot think about anything else, so I put etc. Yes. Excellent intro, Evan. That's end of thinking capacity. Next time, consider <laughs> changing your tone a bit, so it's not actually dull. Ah, <laughs>、uh, pish posh. <laughs> Well, which one should we kick it off with? Movies. Yeah, I think movies is fine. So, Roddy, what is your top three movie? I'm not talking. So, there's no categorization limit. So, just whatever sort of. No, we don't have to stick to a. No categorization limits. Type. Well, I've just watched a lot of 
Netflix stuff. And I think Matter of Story is okay. If anyone here has seen it, I think it's pretty good. Like it's got Oscars or whatnot. Like the one with Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson. Have, have you guys seen it? Oh, I, I recommend it though. Marriage right. Story is on Netflix. It's got Oscars instead. Yeah, Kylo Ren in the movie, and and uh, <laughs> and it was that Black Widow and Kylo Ren in one single yeah, movie. That was actually great. It's talking about divorce story and for a teenager. A lot of character developments and <laughs> for a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I should be watching it at my age, but it just. Feels, you just feel the ambience during the movie, you know? You just feel sad that everything's so breaking apart Fair and enough. everyone's being fake or whatnot. It's, yeah, I don't, I don't know how I understood that. <laughs> but yeah, that basically sums the story. And and I think some movies from, you know, Dan Brown's books are, are also pretty fine. But I, do, but I do enjoy Angels and Demons in particular, though. Like, I'm sure Adrian will know what I'm talking about. Like, it's so creative and it's you ideas like and concepts, like murders or whatnot. I enjoy that the most. <laughs> okay. No, 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 not that idea. Well, that's part of it, but I like the idea of incorporating, like, sacred or holy stories into this whole scheme stuff. And I also enjoy, like, I know this might not be a popular opinion, but I enjoy the movie The Great Gatsby. I probably just only like the, the character Gatsby and, and the book, but you know, it's just, I would call it a fever trip, actually. It's like, after I read the book and you see the movie, it's a great experience. So those are my top it's a classic. three, as of now. You know, when I was trying to actually list down my yeah, I read the books top two times. three-ish, I have, and then when I got to the movies bit, I was like, what do I do with the adaptions? Because there are many great movies, but they're actually just an adaption film of a book or a novel or whatever. So it's like, should I include that? Because I don't think it's original enough to be entitled to be on the top three of my list. I don't know. Well, that is, is a prerequisite. I mean, there's a lot of facets to movies, you know, sound effects, special Most effects. Most of the time, the adaption movie is worse yeah, so long than as it's the good. itself. Well, it just, well, I'm not saying that it's Well, it always good, is, but it's, it's all about not the effects. as good as really. the original work. I mean, that's how I feel. Uh, yeah, the story is completely <laughs> different, and oh, I true. got confused. Is this the same Ready Player One, or is this Ready Player Two? Sometimes, well, but you have to look at it from a different perspective. Actually, like if you like view it from Sometimes a movie perspective, you realize it's actually completely fine. not related like, all to the, the original book. For example, newly constructed storylines or whatnot, it's all about that. Story and, from the book. Yeah, for most times, movies adapted from books are usually like crap. I'm not, not, not. I mean, crap, but not that good as the book since you can't just tell all the developments or whatnot just from the like say two hour movie but yeah you know the sometimes can be movies good. just saying that my parents have some problems with is that they always complain that if the movie's too long if the runtime goes over two hours but sometimes i argue for the opposite what? thing which is the film is too short even if you hit the two hours mark. Well, usually feature films are like 100 or 110 minutes. So 
So yeah, that's that too very short. Close to two hours. You cannot fit enough information in there to make the story itself. Should I say grand enough? Like well, because you should have a nice closure. That's what I feel like. I think you don't like adapted movies because you're a reader, and there's a particular trait to people being readers is that they imagine things differently and they're very easily disappointed. And readers often stress different parts of details or main plot. And when you see it in the movies. And things that you enjoy got cut out. You get really disappointed. True. I mean, yeah, there is a limited time to a movie anyway. So yeah, you cannot actually fit everything. But well, like The Great Gatsby, it's a it's a good story. It's a really nicely crafted tale. But when it became a movie. And then you just realize. Yeah, I read it two、oh, times man, actually. Like, <laughs> really? <laughs> like you, I wouldn't yes, say it's, it's bad. Not, it's it's not. It's got bad, some things left out and stuff, but it's okay. As good as the work, which、oh. is well, like yeah, maybe that's why I'm disappointed. Leonardo is Gatsby, though. The main thing is、um, they keep the theme, so the main message of the movie, and then the motifs. Of course, need to include that, and then. Because they need to, they're confined by like special effects and time and whatnot, and also the characters because famous actors are very opinionated. So yeah, there are a lot of、um, limitations <laughs> to how they can reenact a classic、um, literature work, literary work. But yeah, I like it. I I I think it's it's done okay. I mean, it's a very old movie, so. I'm sure if they redo it, I mean not really because the the main character Leo is pretty, pretty good. So, and speaking of motives of movies, like yeah, when I come the out、character. of the theater with my parents, <laughs> like the first thing I do is to give my opinion. Well, not opinion, but it's like a, it's like a short review, and then I start talking about the motives and you know start asking for their opinion, and the first reaction. That I get from them is always, we don't care, and I was like, oh come on, <laughs> and what do you care about the movie if you don't care for the plot <laughs> and you know the character developments and then you know what's like the significant thing the story is trying to tell you and they're so they're always like, I don't care. Yeah, it's an adult mindset, you、uh, know. Like. And then you you know what what the answer is when I actually ask them. Then what do you care about the movie? And then my dad would say something like, "Well, I care if the、um, the actress is hot." And then my mom would say, "If the actor is hot." Is like, oh, <laughs> really honest? Oh my god! Yeah, it's like very shallow. <laughs> That's so shallow. And, like, and most、That's、of the、so、time,、shallow. they don't have a good understanding <laughs> of the plot at all. <laughs> it's like. Like I, I always、know. ask them that. Do you, did you notice that in the beginning there's a little hint of something, and then they'll be, they'll always be like, "No, bruh, never, never noticed that." Adulting is <laughs> movies are entertainment. Adults don't analyze it. They go in, they chill, they enjoy the story, they leave. But I find analyzing. 
but I, but I goes in the movies, ignores foreshadowing, leaves. Or if it's just that I'm weird. Yeah, maybe it's just not their cup of tea. <laughs> Most of the time, I'm just there to explain the connections. Like, if, especially if it's a Marvel film. Because uh, it, it's always con- it always connects to like other stuff that yeah. <laughs> they don't understand, or it's all to be blunt, interwined and foreshadowed and stuff. Mm, yeah. yeah, I mean there are a lot of movies, so <laughs> yeah, it's easy to forget. So what is your top three? Me? Yeah, if it comes to movies. Oh, movies. I don't know. My favorite movie is for sure. Um, Law-abiding citizen. Oh. So, Jared Butler, he's a. Oh well, the the movie starts pretty intense. Uh, a dad working at home, the little girl making a bracelet, and the bracelet says "dad" or something like that. And then they go upstairs for dinner. Doorbell rings. Bad guys go in. Confines the dad rape and kills mother and daughter and the dad's just made to watch and then time skips ahead it was a trial um the prosecutor or the lawyer is not willing to go for go uh for for trial he would accept a, a plea deal because he thinks that that way he would win he's he cares a lot about his winning rates and so he's not willing to lose this case. And so he made a deal with the killer and put the wrong man on death row. Because the guy was just there. He didn't do anything. But then the actual killer and rape- rapist, he accused the the other guy. So he became like the star witness, you know. And so the dad's really, really resents the situation. He feels like the killer's gotten away. And so begins a long revenge plot. So I think you'll you'll enjoy this, Roddy. It's plotting. It's a lot of plotting, and there's a plot twist at the end. Yeah. I love cool. plotting movies, actually. It's <laughs> I think cool. I've actually seen that movie, though. That's the only thing I, I have think on I've DVD. actually seen that. Yeah, through like recaps. I watch a lot of recaps, and I probably have seen it somewhere, sometime. I don't know. Just sounds familiar. Maybe just too many movies think, like that nowadays. It makes it so good. <laughs> that just sounds so familiar. The theme is pretty strong, and also I like plot twists. I'm a plot person. That's a pretty good plot. Yeah. Oh, plot twists! I love it like plot everywhere. <laughs> I love plot twists. It's like a backstabber. Yeah, there you go. But one that makes I- you feel good. <laughs> I hate plot twists plus cliffhangers. cliffhangers. <laughs> I like plot twists, but <laughs> cliffhangers just no. The two best things. Like end the story properly. Like give me something. Don't just expect me to say it's okay. No. <laughs> Any yeah, movie no. that ends with a cliffhanger is going into the blacklist. Yeah, I don't feel strongly about cliffhangers. It is what it is. Can't change it. Why complain? I mean, I think cliffhangers are completely fine because, like, sometimes I just don't expect any kind of, like, real ending because, like, I don't really think any ending would be a good ending. So just hanging it there, I think, is completely fine for me. 
So when I was trying to think my, you know, top three list, I realized that it's not possible for me to rank them. Like, it's hard for me to pick only three, so I'm probably going to pick five. So, and I have few in mind, but yeah, it's it's difficult because I feel like there are so many good ones, but I don't know how many of them should get the title like there are some significant films but they're like artistically speaking like if i'm a reviewer or something they don't they won't even make like top 20 like i don't like endgame it's it like people like it it's like the most the the, the you know, highest box office if i'm not mistaken and there's like titanic and stuff but they're like if i'm a reviewer i'm not actually gonna give it a high score because as a movie if we're not gonna talk about the extensions and connections because you're only allowed to judge a film on its own and then with that standard there are so many good ones yeah. that just lost so but I think there are certain films that ha has to be on the list. So number mm -hmm. one, I will give it to Schindler's List because I because it is a it is a good yeah it's an old film and I like the way it is portrayed and it's a good story. It is a alarming story and it reminds us you know what humans oh, can do. You know, the goodness of human heart in the times of, well, craziness, basically. <laughs> and second place, I will give it to Interstellar. It's a rather modern film, but it's so good that I think it deserves a second place because I, I won't say it's relevant, but the way it is put forward like especially like the plot it is a good plot and it has the effects and it is scientifically very accurate i think evan knows what i'm saying yes. <laughs> it is a very accurate yes yes, yes they they get they, they got, they got a bunch of astrophysicists yeah they, to, they did they, they did a proper math and it, stuff it's a really good film but then it comes to the third place, and that's where I start to, you know, like, conflict with my own thoughts because it's kind of too difficult. It's either gonna be The Godfather or The, Shosh the Shawshank Redemption. Oh, that one! Ooh, I vote. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that, was, that was that was awesome. Very good films there, but I don't know which one should get like third place. Shawshank Redemption. Ooh, that is a very that. nice movie. It's amazing, actually. I'm not really into gangster things, so I think Shawshank yeah, is pretty good. It's not. It's not Shawshank. Ah, I also like Green Mile. Green Mile? What? A oh, Green Mile. Green Mile. Yeah, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks oh. in so many movies that you. Oh, speaking of Tom Hanks, Forrest yes. Gump is actually 
on my list. I just forgot about it. <laughs> a forest. If you got, if you got, yeah, Forrest Gump. Like the book is good and the movie is god. Like nothing, nothing about it is imperfect. It's developments everywhere and intertwined story. It's just so awesome. I just forgot to put it in the list. Actually, I replaced it with yeah, Great, but... the Great Gatsby, though. It's actually better than that. Phenomenal act. But it, it's actually on the same list with Shawshank Redemption. They're actually very similar to each other. Is it the one? Before you die. Yeah, I think it is. Oh, yeah, posted. they're actually on the same list of must-watch well, movies. Before, before you movie die, you have to watch. Before yeah, you die. actually, search that out on Google. <laughs> before you die. I actually, search it out. I got bored, so I bought something like that. Well, a lot of like those top-rated <laughs> IMDb movies, they're like they're usually old movies. They're it's rare to see anyone made after like 2010. It's kind of rare to see anything that's made, you know, late. If you go onto, <laughs> there's like this page of like top 100 sorted by IMDb ratings, and then almost all of them is like before 2010. The only exception I can find here is actually interstellar what a surprise <laughs> oh yep. and there's a second surprise which is on that list i found interstellar. a very recent movie the top gun Ma maverick it's oh. actually ranked 15th and that's very incredible for a movie that's made after 2020. oh really you, you almost never see it uh, isn't it a like isn't it wow. just a remake? No, it's not a remake. Okay. It's a it, it's a sequel. It's a yeah, it's a sequel. Oh, uh, I I thought it was a remake. Yeah, I was like, oh, a, why is that a remake? Uh -huh. no, it's basically it's a sequel. Right? Volume. Yeah, it's a sequel. It's a sequel. And it's very okay. rare for anything that's you know, a you know episode two to actually get onto this list. Yeah. It has an eight point seven rating. That's interest yeah. the top gun is legendary i didn't so. expect that 8.7 it's very wow star wars didn't star make anyone's list no interestingly there's a lord of the rings movie that made this list and it's ranked i number I, four. I haven't uh -huh. talked about it yet very well, they're confused. good <laughs> it's the return of the king and i'm very confused because i never thought that series any good like the, the entire movie adaption like the entire series i was like so oh. confused <laughs> it, it's actually well, it has it's a good. nine star rating wow it's a it's a world building thing so if you're into world building lord of the rings really well done movie and book but if you're not into that kind of thing it's just gibberish i make up my own imaginary planet imaginary country as <laughs> imaginary sovereign Oh, wow. Yeah, I have like a constitution really written and I have a map okay. drawn. So my favorite. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. Cool. I actually have that. Oh, awkward. <laughs> yeah, I'm weird. Just remember that. <laughs> oh, push posh. So for my top three list, I haven't what? talked yet. So. My top one is Interstellar because it's actually scientifically accurate. It's not just a I, bunch of I bullshit. I feel like you would be, you would feel very strongly <laughs> yes. towards something like this. Wow. 
and number two is uh, Star Wars Six because I've watched it a lot when I'm when I'm young, and oh, Star Wars Five is just a bunch of people talking gibberish and like it's just boring. No, why? It's good. Five. It's actually pretty good. I well, like I don't know because I yeah, watched it when I was very small, I and I just thought it was very boring. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> Star Wars Episode Five is actually the highest ranking on the list. Wow, really? 18th. Yeah, see, I, 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 I knew know. it. I just, I just knew it. Thought, strikes back. I just thought it was very boring because I was very small at the time, and I don't know. So, and then. Not that it's got and the then, plot twist. I like Lord of the Rings only yeah. for its music because its music is good. <laughs> so your third place is Lord of the Rings. Uh, yes, because it has good music. <laughs> like, well, I, I, I don't like movies the, with good. I don't like the though. action movie soundtracks because it's just basically say, just. Dun, 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 your dun, list dun, dun, doesn't just, fuck very Surprise. monotonous like if i if i had to pick out <laughs> three movies that you would put in the top three list from a pool of movies these are probably <laughs> the one i would pick it's easily predictable i suppose <laughs> well i didn't know that he would put star wars in number two i, w- I will say that um, the music of a movie is it, it plays a big role, and if I'm if I'm tasked to rate a movie, that music has to be at least like fifty percent of the score. Like the the score is so important that I think it's like people care about what they see, but I think um, the fact that film music still has to follow the patterns of music and has to follow the plot, which is very difficult to do. Makes it not just important, it's basically the backbone of film and not many